It's a good show. Welcome to Let's Talk About Text. I'm Kara. I'm Christy. And I'm Megan. And um, you we're, know, overcom- we're overcompensating. We're overcompensating because right Megan and Kara, that's me. I talk about myself <laughs> in the third person. We're both feeling a little bit, getting a little bit, I'm getting a little bit of a summer cold, but I think I'll be fine by tomorrow. Um, and I have a little bit of a been on lots of planes. Yeah, a cold. shared oxygen. And then San cold. Francisco was like fifty degrees I, and misting. And I mm-hmm. saw that on, mm-hmm. I, and I saw a photo of you in like North Face oh. with all these girls, and I was like, "What's happening? It's August." Yeah, well, North Face gave us free hoodies. It's yeah. like what's that quote? Like the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Oh yeah, God, San Francisco is such a cool city, but I really think the weather would kill me because you would just you don't get. Oh, it was freezing yeah. and like, and they were like the day before it was eighty. Yeah, I went mm-hmm. once in March where there were like these insane two days of like seventy five degree weather, and people went insane. Yeah, like, every cafe was overflowing. Like people were like playing frisbee in the street. Like <laughs> yeah, they just were like so excited. That's how Chicago gets to have the sun. First feel. day of sun. Yeah, yeah, I remember that reality show, A Hundred Days of Summer. Oh yeah, man, I watched that whole thing. That was a reality <laughs> show too. Yeah, because it was like it was like imagine living in a tundra two hundred and sixty five yeah. days out of the but year. But they just like weren't interesting. Also, I was in Spokane, Washington before San Francisco and it was 112 <gasps> and then I went to 50 degree weather Spokane when I landed there I looked at because I, I looked the night before to be like what do I need to pack 112 I'm like what the fuck I didn't know yeah. the state of Washington got yeah, me that but yeah. I guess like the eastern side does and so I landed I pull up the app to see how hot it is and the weather was smoke <laughs> That's what it said. Instead of like sunny, cloudy, chance of rain, it said smoke. Uh oh. So the air quality was tough. I mean, lovely place, but I was like cooped up. So then I had to go buy a jacket in 112 degree weather because I didn't pack a jacket for San Francisco. And then, and then they- my jacket was too light, anyways. And then I had to get a free North Face. Yeah. God. Well, thank God that free North Face was on <laughs> hand. Oh my God. The people at this North Face town. Uh, I, you guys know, I have a lot of self confidence. I feel pretty good. I look in the mirror and oh, yeah, I go, yeah, "That's know. a bad bitch." <laughs> and then you see a model, and you go, "I wish I'd never been born." Mm-hmm. I don't even want to. Where be... did you see a model in Spokane, Washington? No, just I don't even know what this girl was, but she just was so cool. I feel you, like I this see was models every day. Not in, this was in, in San LA. Francisco. This was at, out, so you were at the Outside Lands, Outside Lands Festival. Yeah, which is a like, music festival. It's a music festival, and then there's like. Comedy. Comedy and uh, lobster rolls. And I thought it was going to be in, like, the middle of the city. Clusterfest is, like, right... It's, like, next to City Hall. Mm-hmm. This was, like, in the fucking wilderness. Like I guess that's why it's outside. We should clarify that Megan was performing at the festival oh, not and attending. did not no. on her own volition. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. I, I thought that was... Oh, people were young. 
people were young, and yeah. I was doing a lot of. They're in shorts. I was. I have. Where did they get those balloons? I were was, there bands you'd never heard of? Um, were you like what's well, grizzly absolutely. bear? But I mean, I was posted up for Janet Jackson, but I Ooh. do. It was like I don't know if these kids know these hits. Wait, when you were texting us about Janet Jackson, you were watching her live. I saw her live on Sunday night. I oh you yeah, were watching, baby. Like YouTube videos no. in the comfort of your own Oh no, no. I home. I had like seen your story, so I knew you were at her. But and I saw her in concert here at the Hollywood Bowl last fall, and she just blew my little mind yeah. away because mm-hmm. she is 51. Her baby, when I saw her last year, her baby was one year old yeah. and she was killing her dance moves harder than she did oh. when she was like in her 20s. I mean, and we've it was seen, crazy. We've all seen Britney, right? Yeah. So you've seen a phone in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Janet's not singing. I don't think. I've seen Prime Britney and I've seen phone in. But Britney. she is like dancing. She's not doing like a. It's no, nothing. No. There are no hair elbows. is whipping. It Whoa. is but, like really good. Um, there was a very cool like intro video, you know, Black Lives Matter, um, and then there were some interstitials of her sort of like running on the beach, being sexy during outfit changes. But then there wouldn't be outfit changes, so I was like, okay, she's catching her breath. But <laughs> some of the close-ups of her face are tough. Really? Uh, the nose. Our seats were truly so far back. Like our seats were so far back. But I do follow her on Instagram, and I always feel like her face looks great. But that's face. Her nose. Instagram. Her nose is wild, and everything else I'm fine with. Yeah. But it's like, it's not even as wild as Michael's. So I think that's why we don't notice. Yeah. Like, well, your brother's nose fell off. Yeah. And if yours is still on. You're totally. fine. It's funny you say everyone is young because my brother is 25, turning 26, and he was at a concert last night texting me, I'm the oldest person here. Like, everyone has braces. I don't know what to do. Everyone's so young. And I'm like, that's what it is yeah. from here on out, Think buddy. how I felt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is I'm your new life, him. honey. Yeah. I just couldn't believe the outfits. It was so cold. I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't be seeing butt, butt, Were they, well, butt cheeks. Oh my God. Was it the shorts with the butt cheek yeah. hanging out? Ugh. Oh my am, God. I see that all around days. LA and I just said it to my husband the other day. I go, am I old that I'm just like, no, with that shelf hanging out? Like, I just don't think I should see your little butt shelf. And I think they, some of them look really good. I I'm like that. I'm not even going to, some of them look very, very good, but I just, I'm like, is the gene in your vagina i don't yeah. know it's, it's like so confusing I, I i'm i'm happy for them and i, I respect their um confidence and ability to strut their stuff so yeah i saw a girl butt cheeks i saw a girl waiting in at tsa for this was at 4 30 a.m um bull there was another girl she was in like a legging and then her friend and she was in a butt cheek short in Spokane, Washington, 4.30. <laughs> and I saw, like, an eight-year-old girl, like, staring at it and then look away and go, <laughs> And I was like, that's good. That's I'm glad that that girl wasn't, like, cool. But, like, I saw an old man look like an 80-year-old. Yeah. Just yeah. like, what? Yeah. You can't hide that. You're not, like, going to so. put on a, a no. jean, you know, cover-up. No, I guess it's out. no more than you're seeing someone when they wear a bathing suit. But, but it's jarring because you are technically in a pant. Yeah. <laughs> Item, and you're at an airport. 
If someone oh, was yeah. in a bathing suit at an airport, I'd be like, the fuck? That's weird. Yeah, you're right. I I always try to be like, it's no more than you would see in a bathing suit. I know. But then it's like, the beach is a different, that's a different set of rules. Yeah. Yeah. Than an airport. an airport. Than an airport, for sure. I mean, well, you, I told you, I can't believe you flew in shorts one time, Christy. I have <laughs> never so flown cold. in shorts in my life. My bare legs have never felt the breeze of an airport, of an airplane. Like, no way. I am fully panted on an airplane. I've had a dress on and gotten pants out of my suitcase and done a dress pant. Wow. Wow. (laughs) It's never even occurred to me. I wish I did that that day. It was that cold. Um, Yeah, it's freezing. So, wait, speaking of concerts, because you went to Janet, and I went to Janet last year, you were talking to us about Lady Gaga tickets over text. (gasps) Yeah, what'd you end up doing? Did you get them? I want to go, but that sounds expensive. So... Floor, which was not in seats, was three hundred and fifty dollars a ticket, and that's standing, standing, standing. Oh, I don't want to. But it was so close, and you're oh, really, and it was like the closest you could get. The closest seats were like four or five hundred dollars. Like, so you're like paying a little less to stand. How long is the whole run for? It opens um, in like it opens like right at New Year's. It oh, no no no. It opens before New Year's. Uh, it starts late December. Okay, and then it actually goes through June of next year. Yeah, but th- she's only doing like a total of like. 10 to 15 shows. Oh. So it's like a really long period of time, but like there's tickets. It's there's not like, like Britney or Celine. In, no, no, it's okay. like two okay. shows in June, two shows in February, oh. two shows in December. And I sat there with like a $750 cart of mm-hmm. Lady Gaga tickets and I stared at it for so long, just like, can I do this? Am I this person? And then I was like, what? No. Of course not. I'm poor as fuck. Who do I think I am? So then I just asked my boyfriend. Gotcha. He, and he bought them for you? Well, he <laughs> he bought he was like nosebleed section, you know. He was like, Would you be interested in going on this date? And I was like, You really don't have to. I mean, it's like so much money, but I'm just hoping he did it anyway for my oh, birthday. Okay. But higher <laughs> up. But I I was hoping that he like got the clue that when I was saying no no it's too much. For uh, Gaga I might not mind the floor because I would want to dance a lot. And a lot of times thing. when you're in your seat like I just went to that pink concert and we couldn't dance right. at all. And those Vegas shows you can't dance. Yeah. Like with Britney even. Britney's yeah. Vegas residency you want to get up and dance and you feel weird. Yeah. Like, it's I like, s- you're going to like seats. block the lady with like the K- John and K plus 8 mullet that's behind you. <laughs> yeah. When I saw Gaga we were on the aisle and so we sort of like went into the aisle a little bit oh that's nice and I told you guys that she you know she had the main stage but it also it was very beneficial to me as a sports fan because she was playing where the Pacers play so I know that like the fucking back of my hand (laughs) and so I'm like no I know where we sit in (laughs) and they didn't even say in like the diagram that she had a stage in the middle but she did and when she came out to that middle stage we were 20 feet away from her. That's wow. And that was what, like, oh, wow. Zahaga, cool. talking about someone who is not phoning it in, like, yeah. I believe truly serves every time. And, like, her with a Vegas re- residency is going to be epic. Like, yeah. I already know yeah. it would be one of the best experiences of my concert life. Yeah. Like, totally. I, I do think those Vegas shows tend to be different than an arena because it's just limited. I mean, that's kind of like it was seeing Janet. I'm like, I wish this was in an arena because there's, like, young kids I just think in an arena you can do more pyrotechnics and like there's just yeah. there's just more space. I mean, when I saw her at Hollywood Bowl, we were truly so far back. Like I think the seats were sixty dollars. Yeah. She was like a tiny ant. We watched like the whole thing on the little screenies, but. Yeah, I would love to go see Gaga. Well, she has so many hits. She would be so fun. It was a you great know, concert. I you, was in a fight. 
uh, with my best friend, but we had <laughs> patched it up before. I have my inf- infamous story about spending $120 to see Lady Gaga with all my coworkers and then getting so blacked out, wasted during the opening performance. I left before she no! even got on stage. And my coworkers were like, um, the next day I came in to the office and they were like, Christy, how'd you enjoy the concert? And I was like, it was so good. Like, <laughs> I missed you guys because I got lost in the crowd up I was front. up front. I was up front. I, I, love mi- that. I, I left you guys. They go, Christy. We were yelling at you as you got into the cab to leave <laughs> during her second yeah, song. Like going, Christy, please don't leave. Lady Gaga hasn't gotten on stage yet. I just got floor tickets, and I would like for you guys to take a guess. It's the most I've ever spent, maybe on anything besides like a. You just got floor tickets to a musical concert? To a musical concert. Of? No, oh, that's what, what's for guessing. You each get to guess. One oh, guess. Oh, okay. Oh, um, God, I'm trying to think. Is it in L.A.? Oh, wait, it's is it Celine Dion? It's in, uh, we're, I'm going in at Barclays because I'm going to be in New York at the time. Okay, okay. Is it Celine, no, it's is not, it, I mean, is it um, Beyonce and Jay-Z? No. No. Is it, oh, wow, this is hard. This is so tough. It's not, I, uh, is it, <laughs> Megan's face Cher? right now. It's not Cher, but that's Cher's a great performing live without I know. I'm very, very <laughs> excited. I cannot wait. I truly was just like, I was supposed to take CJ to Montana, and then we never fucking went, of course. And so I was like, I owe you a present. And we both wanted to see this person, and I found it, and I said, if we're going, we're going all the fucking way, baby. Where? Where? Bruno Mars. Ah! <laughs> you know what's Bruno so Mars. funny? I should have guessed. You know what's so funny? My husband worked on the Grammys and was like, do you know who's so good? Bruno Mars. And I was like, really? He was like, dude, he's the real thing. My parents saw him in concert and they paid a pretty penny in Indianapolis. I didn't realize you were a hooligan. Oh, is that what his fans are called? Those are his fans are called called hooligans. Why? Because his first album is called Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Guys, when I worked at MTV, I had to know the hashtag Rihanna Navy, hashtag Team Drizzy. I had to know all of the people. Little monsters. (laughs) No, you know what? When I worked in social media at MTV, I didn't need to know about Clay Aikens fans, but thank you, It's a real thing. Claymates. Claymates. I truly cannot wait. That is so fun. We're going on a Friday night. (gasps) So great. Barclays. Yes. I'm like... Yes. I just bought my husband tickets to see something in L.A. It's not as as mainstream. We're going to see Jason Isbell. No. I don't think I know who that is. Yeah, I don't know. At the I think I'm going to say Jason Mraz. He's like Americana, oh, like okay. kind of folky, fun stuff. But then I'm going to see Lauren Hill. Yes. Megan's coming. And I'm going I to see Beyonce. Uh-huh, right. I'm going to see Beyonce and Jay-Z. Wow. I have three concerts in three weeks. My friend went and saw Lauren Hill in New York and said she was three hours late. Yeah. My friend said she showed up and played every hit and then left. Oh, okay. So if that's what happens. It's a true hit or miss. It's a gamble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she hates white people. And she's not wrong. Yeah. (laughs) She hates white people, but she's performing at the Hollywood Bowl. So guess what you're going to get? I know. The funny thing about Bruno Mars is I was never on board. And then one time Megan and CJ sat me down and made me watch music videos. And I was forever changed. (laughs) Watching that man dance is one one of the greatest gifts of our generation. I I really was turned by him at the Super Bowl. When he did a Super Bowl thing a few years ago, I, I felt like it was really good. First hit on board. Like I wow. have been with. I mean, I what guess was the I first hit? Um, grenade? No. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know. Beautiful? But I, believe, I don't. Know. I believe it was. But great. I remember 
just being like, who no, is I think this his man? first hit was that lazy song. Today I just feel like Not doing no, anything. I thought he had a ballad before then. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I'm gonna probably do Molly <laughs> for Bruno. <laughs> Are we we'll gonna see. get it to New York? Um, oh, get I it got, in New York. I have some hookups in New York. <laughs> I've got some old hookups. Uh, I, I mean, did Molly at a wedding in New York. You were only in New York for a year, but you made the right contacts. We're not talking about like you going to certain street corners. Like a lot of our best friends that do comedy oh, have Molly yeah. in New York. Oh, I've got some. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm really, really excited, you guys. So, what exciting. is like? Not to, like, name numbers or whatever, but I was thinking about this when we were texting about, like, whether you should spend the money on Gaga. I was, like, for me, I feel like 300 is my ceiling. Like, I don't usually go above 300. But, like, what... But I would pay, like, maybe more for somebody that I was, like, obsessed with. Well, the problem on this is I p- bought two tickets. Mm-hmm. So I paid for both tickets. Yeah. And they were both more than I've ever spent. Like, I've spent... A lot on one ticket before, and these tickets were more than that, and I bought two of them. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I want my boyfriend to know I love him. And then I was like, <laughs> well, he's leaving me a lot. And so I was like, I want a present, too. And he's getting me a suitcase. <laughs> from Away? From Away. Does it, does yeah. it charge? Yeah. That's, the, that's, that's what I want. My next suitcase, suitcase I'm going to get from Away. Vogue. But, I, like, I, I... What do you mean? What is it's, it? Well, it's, it's just like every... It's the hot suitcase right <laughs> yeah. now. Everybody has the... Away suitcase. Oh, but you but said, can, does it charge? Yeah, yeah, because it charger. has like a charger. Oh, I didn't for your know phone. about that. It has a USB port in the suitcase, oh. so you can charge your phone. I don't at mean all to times. be a brat, but I don't think a floor concert ticket is the same as a suitcase. Yeah, you know. Wait, it's floor. Yes. Oh wow. We are in row F. Wow. I did. You guys spend... are going to be able to like get Bruno's sweat on. Well, CJ is very concerned because he is a Filipino man who is more successful and famous and rich, and he's afraid that I'm going to fall in love with Bruno Mars. You will. Um, next to my Filipino man. Yeah. But Bruno Mars is tiny. Right? Yeah, I he's know short. You're tiny. That's the thing boy. about Bruno Mars is like I. See why people think he's so talented, but I cannot get on board with him being like attractive. I he just seems could. like a tiny person. And that's person. not what I'm signing up for. I'm seeing him shake. No, but his you know his booty. girls, like the girls that are his fans that are like, oh my God. I'm like, do you really want Bruno Mars to like he's bang smooth, you? Is that though. really? He's smooth. Do you mean smooth mm-hmm. like no hair? Because yeah, I... well, have you ever both. slept with someone who is a really good dancer? Oh. It's just pretty because. game changing. Yeah. <laughs> I've slept with some good dancers mm-hmm. and uh wow. <laughs> I bet Bruno's got moves in the sack, you know? He's got a condo in Manhattan. Champion yeah. on ice. <laughs> he is catching grenades in the sack. I love it. Um okay, so yeah, I uh, uh, there are so many. Who's like your name two or three? No, no, name two. Of your concert, people you've never seen in concert Holy that you, you need to see before you die. Bucket list oh, concerts. Oh God! Oh God! I really, I mean, it's it's hard for me because I don't go to concerts anymore. I'm like, I feel so old. But like, I 
I really want to see Lady Gaga. Like, mm-hmm. that, like, she speaks to my soul mm-hmm. in, like, a whole different way. And I honestly, like, love Demi. Oh, you you'd know? want to see Demi? I That'd be good. Well, I mean, good luck. When she does a comeback tour, it's going to be expensive. It's so weird. I feel like every time I go to the grocery store, every time I go shopping, I hear her music playing. Yeah. Like, she has so many hits that are yeah. just on, like, the general radio all the time. It feels, like, weird. Yeah. Like, it feels weird hearing her sing Cool for the Summer. Knowing she is not having a very cool summer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But there's AC. Yeah. Well, physically cool, but a summer with Narcan, I would say, is not a great summer. Um, What about you, Megan? I don't even know. I have seen so many so many pop divas, and I hate concerts. I don't even mm-hmm. like going, don't ever go. But I feel like when there's a pop diva, I mean, I've seen all of the gals. I've, I would like to see Pink uh, yeah. very yeah. much, but it's like I... I can't really no, I, the fact I didn't know Janet was going to be at Outside Lands until the night before and then I was like there was like a three hour break between the end of um, our show and her show and I was like I don't know if I can Ooh, do it I would love to see SZA Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I think she would really bring but it. That's very and Dua Lipa. Like those. Those two. are in within your grasp. I know, and I yeah. and I will. I don't really. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like I would love to see. I saw Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, <gasps> oh, you did. I did, and they were they were amazing. I saw. I saw at the Paul United Simon, Center. and I've never seen them together. I guess I would. I'm. I've. Yeah, I was. I would say Cher. I've seen Cher. Three I've never times. seen Cher. That's why you're. She's I've in, seen in Madonna. I've seen Britney. Who are the other divas? I mean, I would love to see Celine, but I could go to Vegas and do that anytime. And Celine I mean, is I've amazing. Seen that. And yeah. I've, I've seen her. I've seen Alan John. Like growing up in Vegas, yeah. they yeah, give away those tickets seen... to like the lifeguards that work at the Harris <laughs> pool. You know, they're like, oh, we have like twenty extra seats this night, and then right. they give it to their employees as perks. I would have loved to have seen Tom Petty. Oh, I did see I him. Did see him at, I saw him too. I saw him at Bonnaroo, and it was amazing. We yeah. were so close. We were like fifteen rows back. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, I loved He's him. He's epic. He's yeah, great. I'm sad oh, to have, so that's the, sad. I think everyone I would like to have like to see is now past. Yeah. Just wait for the holograms. Oh, I saw yeah. Prince hologram at the Super Bowl, and I was disappointed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, really? What was it like in person? A hologram performance? Well, because he was on a sh- he was projected on a sheet. Uh-huh. And I was so mad at Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I was so dis- I didn't even know the halftime show had started. We I was didn't ch- even watch that. I Super was Bowl. chatting with a man behind me about his experience at the Air Force Academy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I turn and I go, "This motherfucker's been singing." It was so because Madonna. I saw Madonna perform at the Super Bowl too, and I was like, "I don't care. I don't care about Madonna." And then it was really amazing, and yeah, he sucked. Yeah, yeah. and then the sheet sucked because my whole thing was Janet's coming. Where yeah, is Janet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is Janet? Yeah. How could you do this to Janet? Mm-hmm. And then it was. Yeah, it holograms great. are okay if they're not on a sheet. I'm I'm for a hologram of yeah. Lisa if holograms Lepti come Lopez. back. I want okay. Tupac. I want so many things if mm-hmm. holograms come back, uh, or if holograms are actually like make a big splash. Okay. Um. Well, I don't know. We that was work- a great segment. Yeah. <laughs> it felt- it felt light. It felt yeah. impromptu. I, we have, we, I guess we have been texting. We have about been. To, that. Well, we were texting. We were texting last night about um, open relationships. Do you? But not that neither of us are in open relationships. <laughs> none of us. None of us. One, and I said not. I meant yeah. neither, but I meant none. None of us. I don't think are, I neither. Am. Just me and Christy aren't in an open relationship. Um, no, I'm not either. Do you have? Have you guys ever known anyone that's in a successful one? I want to. 
kind of blow up my friend's spot a little bit because this person is in an open relationship. Like, that was kind of established. This person's significant other was on one coast, they're on the it's other for a writing related. job. It's distance-related. But then he started banging a famous person. Ooh. And Are you getting too much she, info? Yeah, I you don't, don't have to. I don't care. I, I, I don't just wanted think, to generally no, 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 talk about it. I think about. it'll be fine. Okay. I think it, this person started banging a famous person, and that's hard. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I've been texting with him about it all day, and it's, like, hard for me to tell him to be a good person because I want to be this famous person's friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you need to keep going for it so this famous person can be my friend. Yeah. yeah. But, like, in general, I feel like anyone I've known that's tried the open thing and hasn't worked. I was in an open relationship in the sense of I was just with that person and they were having sex with other people. Uh, so but, you were being cheated on. But he told <laughs> – he was like, the only way we can be in a relationship is if I'm allowed to sleep with other people. Oh. And I was in a really dark place. It yeah. was really, really bad. I think it fucked me up. For a while, like if I was on The Bachelor, I would have to like talk about this. You know, that would be my like first date. I do have. I was in an open relationship really? for six months that was successful. Really, and it was because this person, when I got into a relationship with him, he was like, "I only do open relationships. Like, I really like you." And we would always see each other at the beginning of the week and the end of the week, two times a week. We would go on these great dates, and he was like, "I only do open relationships," and and it was a struggle for like maybe three to four months I couldn't deal with it but then when I like gave into it it was beautiful and I was listening to a lot of love uh savage love cast at the time and I'm just gonna say this because it's my like oh yeah it's like my philosophy it's it's very interesting he says that monogamy in this country is treated like virginity in the way that you have it or you don't it's black and it's white it's yes or it's no but monogamy is more of a spectrum like if you're married for 40 years and you cheat two times you're good at monogamy Right. And it's more of like and and I know that it's really hard and if I was with someone for 40 years and I found out they cheated, I think I would be really hurt, but at the same time there's like these allowances that we have to give people as mm-hmm. humans. And when I was with this person in an open relationship, it kind of opened my eyes to that where I was like yeah, it is a spectrum. It's not yes or no. Like, I'm a sexual person, you know? Yeah, I heard Dan Savage talking about this on a different podcast recently, and he said something really similar to that philosophy. He was just like, why is that the only thing where if, if we fuck it up once, like, it's over? Totally. Like, if you, if you, like, exactly, if you just mess up at monogamy one time, it has to be 100% or it's nothing. Yeah. And um, I, th- I thought that was all, like, the way he puts it is all really, this is just an un un sponsored sponsorship for Dan Savage's podcast. Did you guys have, um, like, rules, like, don't ask, don't tell? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a spoken rule, but it was a rule. And, like, and at first I was resistant to it until I started dating someone else while I was with this guy. And then I was all for it. So so then how did it end up, you said it was really great and successful, but then how did your relationship end with him? Because of that or something different? You know, what ended it was I started kind of seeing someone else while while we were in an open relationship and then I fell for that person. And that gotcha. person wanted a closed relationship. And, that, and well, they so much were j- I was just more willing to like give up my open relationship to be with this other person. And that's another thing that I'm going through with my friend is it's just like what's the cost? Like do you, right. do you is it enough to give up what you have? And 
and you know, for me in that instance, it was. Yeah. That, I guess that's like a fear I hadn't even thought. My fear is like insecurity based of like they're, you know, having sex with someone else or being intimate emotionally with someone else. But I guess it also exists of like, oh, that that also means they could fall for someone else and leave yeah. me. Because that's my biggest concern is because I honestly don't like the physical cheating. I've always said this. I've always said if I was in an open relationship with someone and I think maybe I'll even do this in the future, they can fuck someone else that they meet that night that I don't know, mm-hmm. that I will that never see again. And that they'll never again, see again. That they'll never see again. That's the only way I want to do it. I want to do a don't ask, don't tell. You get one or two girls a year that you can that are do like just your hall thing. Passes, and they're hall of. passes and you meet them in a bar and it's random. The thing that I feel like is cheating is the emotional reaction. Yes. Having a relationship. And that's what bothers me. And that's like where... And but honestly, that's where open relationships kind of falter because a yeah. lot of people fall into that emotional yeah. relationship. Because what you're describing, that first situation, some people just do that. Don't yeah. even have an agreement or just like, yeah, I'm on a business trip, you yeah. know. Yeah, or, and yeah. like, I know monogamy is very important to well, my. I know partner. a lot of gay couples that do that, even oh, though they're yeah. monogamous with each other. They're like, when we're apart, we just will fuck other people. But it's like not people that you're going to see again, not mm-hmm. recurring, like whatever. So is it better? Do you guys think it's better when both people are – I just keep thinking about Miranda and Steve because he he, told, he was like it was just two times. These are our dear friends, Miranda and Steve. He was like it was just <laughs> – From sex it was, in the city. It was just two times. It meant not – like in that instance, I'm like, why did you tell her? Yeah. You know? Maybe yeah. you got to take that to the grave. Totally. I mean, but that that is the only way I'll, I'll allow it is if it's like a carnal-like Fuck. Like, I need to cut. Like, whatever it is. You know, like, I can't. If there's any kind of courting You wouldn't process, want to know about that or you would want to know? I wouldn't want to know. If he came back from the trip? I wouldn't want to know. And say, honestly, like, and this is kind of, I had a boyfriend that was kind of cheating on me emotionally. And the girl came to me and she said, I want you to know, like, he's been texting me. He's been doing this thing and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't want to know. Yeah. Like, I would rather not know in those situations. I just, like, it's not that I'm, like, uh, I want them to be out there doing that. But, like, I also would prefer to be blissfully ignorant. I think mm. someone having to live with, like, if someone has an, you know, like a David Bador. Li- <laughs> I, again, uh, not, not an actual friend, a TV show person. <laughs> if someone... Is I think the punishment for an affair for cheating is having to live with the guilt and silence. Yeah, you know, instead yeah, of yeah, yeah. because I, and I've heard I don't remember who, but it was like, why is it? It's almost selfish to be like, hey, I cheated on you because it's like yeah. if they're never going to find out, why the fuck are you telling them that? Interesting. Because then they know it and have to deal with it. It's mm-hmm. like, no, you need to deal with it. Yeah. That's an interesting idea, like, of a self-imposed, like, punishment. But also, at the same time, like, if I found out and I knew that it happened 10 years ago and you just were carrying that secret around and not telling me for 10 years. That's why I like setting up the... I don't know. That's why I like setting up the world. And I I used to talk about this a lot before I was in a committed relationship. (laughs) Like, being in one kind of changes it. But that's why I like setting up the standard of, like... If you do that once or twice, I'm not going to ask you. Yeah. Like, and if it's a random one-off, like, I was in Kentucky and met this girl at the hoedown and, you know, we banged. I I don't want to know and I don't care. Yeah. As long as you use production. 
As I've said on this podcast before, um, my partner, CJ, thinks people that cheat should go to jail. <laughs> and so that puts me in a real predicament. Yeah. Seeing as though I don't people think I could orange the new black my way through a women's prison. <laughs> Probably going to have to keep my legs closed to... Well, yeah. and, you know, I also sometimes think, like, are are men more upset or less upset if the woman cheats with another woman? And um, that's, and that's oh, bullshit. And my I husband that. had that happen to him one time when he was much younger, like college or something. And he, he said he the girl didn't act like it wasn't that big of a deal because it was a girl and he was super hurt anyway. And, that, and that's good. That's the proper response. I don't like this whole thought, like, oh, if my girlfriend cheats with another girl, it's not cheating. Because that just dis- diminishes relationships between women mm-hmm. as like hot or sexy yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you were inviting that's actually real <laughs> right and, like an emotional yeah. well i think they can also think of it as like well if that's what she was looking for that's not something i could offer or something right. and so but i'm I, still good I, so i'm still awesome like yeah. i don't feel emasculated <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. yeah so um but interesting i like hearing your guys perspectives on this i, I got a lot of thoughts i totally forgot that i i had i talked to my husband about this Dan Savage thing I listened to on this other podcast, Homophilia, and I was like, really, I think he's very articulate and smart about that kind he's of shit. He's so smart. He'll convince you to do anything. Um, can I really quickly tell you guys, this is the last thing before we um, move on, but uh, there was an article in the New York Times today about two lunch ladies in my hometown who got caught embezzling $500,000. <laughs> From the schools. I'm fine. It's my high school and my middle school. And they're sisters. And one of them worked at the middle school and one worked at the high school. And they've been bringing in the cash. I'm not mad at them at all. I am not mad. Literally, my siblings just are the third people to send it to me today. And they're like, good for them. All cash business. Get it. This is the plot of the show Good Girls that's on NBC. Basically. I mean, it's like two women or three women that are like, we need money. Yeah. But I think they were just like reporting that the amount of cash they got every day was like $40 when really it was like 150 and then just taking the other like How many years? Oh, since 2012. Good wow. for them. So this is like a five or six year thing. I'm happy for them. Yeah. I'm and sad they got that, caught. It went but... that long without being noticed, which and they're ca- something. They're kind of saying that they were... St- Stealing to give back to like kids that didn't have lunch money, and I was like, "That's not that many kids in my town." I hate to tell you. Well, that's um, why I'm kind of not that upset with them because I know you're from a very wealthy area, and yeah. I'm like, "Take like, it from the schools." Yeah, I bet the schools aren't. It's but, not like this is coming. It from... was either going to go to those lunch ladies or someone was going to pay off a secretary. They fucked. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I still honestly struggle to find a bagel as good as the bagels in my high school cafeteria. Wow. They were amazing, and these women are doing good work. Yeah. They yeah. are. Um, okay, guys, let's move on to another segment. This is a, just a little quickie that we haven't done in a little while um, because I know that uh, you, our loyal listeners, turn to us for who, for the, because uh, you know our finger is always on the pulse of <laughs> hot social media influencers. And um, this is It Follows. Um, where we give you a little wreck on an account you should be following. And this is only for Instagram because, like, honestly, Twitter's a wasteland. Um, I'll go first. But yeah, go um, for it. Wow, I'm pretty embarrassed that I've already mentioned this show on the podcast today. <laughs> um, it's uh, This is an Instagram I absolutely love. It's called Every Outfit on Sex and the City. Yeah, it's oh, great. Yeah. So, I know pictures of iconic Sex and the City outfits. But if you want to follow it, it's Every Outfit on SATC, so Sex and the City as an acronym. But what's really amazing that they're doing right now 
is they are helping fundraise for Cynthia Nixon's gubernatorial race. Yeah, yeah. So they're um, doing an auction of artwork. I have a friend who was drunk and bought a piece. And all of the money goes to Cynthia Nixon. So a cause and a fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a great. It's really. such it's a great, great and they Instagram. do live shows and stuff too. And yeah. I think that Sarah Jessica Parker follows them, and mm-hmm. so does. Um, oh, they've been in Vogue. I mean, I'm, they don't need. They don't, they need, don't need my help. It. Yeah, but it's just one that I really neither do did love. Daquan. Yeah. <laughs> but Daquan has me now. He's inspired Kara. And House of Highlights has me now too. I love right. House of Highlights. Right. And I'm not even into sports. Nah. But I saw this video yesterday on House of Highlights of this old man dribbling against his son, and he faked him out so hard, and it was such a good See video. <laughs> It really was, like, making me die. Um, Okay, mine is a person. Um, If you watch the show Broad City, Broad City has an account, obviously, um, that has, like, probably a billion followers. And the person who runs that is... um, Genevieve Agnello, and I recommend her personal account. She is, her sister Lucia is a friend of mine who is a director of Broad City and like a, and a great director. She directed um, that movie with Alana and Kate where Rough the Night. Spy? or rough, oh, oh, yeah. Was rough it called night. Rough Night? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, her sister Genevieve is like just this really funny Instagram personality and I like think her videos are Hilarious. Her account is the real Genevieve, though, T H O, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, though, the way the kids spell it. And she just, like, like just today she had this whole montage of Kris Jenner with a monkey that was, like, her pet chimp or whatever. But then she edited over, like, a song by, um, What's that band that sings like "Where did I go wrong? I lost a friend." You know that band. Oasis. That's not. No, it's like one of those bands that's like really emo. Anyway, it it was. No one's listening to us. I just looked to our producer and engineer, and they're like, "We don't." We're all on autopilot here. Um, No, but they um, they the videos are so so funny. So um, I would recommend her account. And I just ran into her sister at Costco on Sunday and said, "You know, your sister's Instagrams are really killing." (laughs) And she goes, "You know what's crazy? She's 27." And I was like, "Fuck her! Fuck young people doing well." That's my age. (laughs) Okay. Oh wow! (laughs) I'm only. Already the youngest by far in here, and you're lying about your age. I'm gonna be 30 in less <gasps> than a month. So gross. I, I know. Oh my god. I would beg to say she's not the youngest by far. Well, not by I'm far. Honestly, but, by far. I would by, say by far. Like, wow. I you and I are already far. a couple of years into our 30s. Me, uh, more of a handful. I mean, they, we were all in high school together. It's fine. Mm, okay. <laughs> Christy and I were. Yeah. Do you think I was in high school with you? Sure. Maybe as like a TA. Um, <laughs> student teaching. <laughs> you guys know I have an education degree, right? Okay. Mine is a 14-year-old black kid <laughs> named I Am DJ Prince 01. I got turned on to him by Amy Sedaris that kept like reposting him and reposting him. And he does literally 
the most incredible mashups of music. He is such a good DJ. He has like 70,000 followers. Oh my God, I'm, I just followed. He is like, I will just, my boyfriend will look over and I'll just be going through his Instagram listening to his music because it is next level. And it's really cute because I've like followed him on his journey, like his oh. first time to LA, his first time to New York, like meeting his heroes, like yeah. meeting, you know, run DMC, like all that. That stuff and his music is so good and he's so talented. So I am DJ Prince 01, a great follow. That's a great one. I already just did. It I is fun him. when you feel like you were there from the beginning. Oh, he's you know? gonna be huge. I'm yeah. following him at 69k, so I really feel like I'm an angel investor in this kid. <laughs> um, okay, now let's take a quick break. <laughs> and wow. um, when we come back, we will get into our garbage. Hi, everyone. Oh, it's time to talk about one of my all-time favorite clothing companies, ModCloth.com. I am obsessed. You know, autumn is on its way, and it's time for you to get a very cool tweed blazer, a corduroy jumper, a nice little pullover, whatever your heart desires to make you look hip this autumn season. And listen, they have sizes for all kinds of girls from an extra, extra small to a 4X, so there is no excuse not to feel great in their clothes no matter what you're feeling about your body. Do you have a question about fit? Their team at Montclaw's Style can hook you up with a complimentary sizing and styling to help. Listen, I've posted pictures of myself on Montclaw wearing Montclaw, so just go check out my body and what it looks like in that hot flamingo jumpsuit. Um... My personal experience, my mom bought mod cloth. Hi, mom. She <laughs> loves the dresses she got. I love the dresses she got. Um, I'm literally wearing a mod cloth shirt right this second, and I can't wait to suit up and get some more stuff for the autumn and the winter and for Halloween. They have <laughs> ghouls. They have cute little skeletons. Any theme that suits your fancy, it's all on modcloth.com. Skeletons are year-round also. That's so true, Kara. <laughs> to get 15% off your purchase of one hundred dollars or more go to modcloth m-o-d-c-l-o-t-h dot com and enter code ltad at checkout this offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on november 3rd 2018 so i know you want to go on and get that halloween outfit before it's too late honey l-t-a-t modcloth.com Hi guys, we are back, and just in case anyone was uh, free, like screaming at their uh, phone listening to this podcast, we realized that that was the fray that I was. Thanks to our before. producer Rebecca, who was very hip. And yeah, I know. but also disappointed in herself. She knew that. Yeah, the fray <laughs> to me is just a Grey's Anatomy band. Like they're just oh, yeah. a band that was like on Grey's Anatomy totally. all the time. I think and I that's went it. to a fray. They came to my college, and I went to see them. And left after 10 minutes because, quote unquote, they were ruining my buzz. <laughs> was that to, quote unquote, you? Yes. <laughs> I was. We got there and we were like, my best friend, Courtney, and I, um, we were like. They would ruin your buzz. Their sucks. songs are like, where were you? Like, yeah. everything's like, I was lying on the floor and well, you weren't and helping me. We were underage. So it was like, we. well, and they don't serve alcohol at like the 
music center on campus, you know? And so we, like, drank a bunch, then went to the fray. And after, like, two songs, we were like, we don't know what the fuck this is. Let's go get drunk. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. Um, okay, guys, let's hop into our next segment, Garbage Disposal. Big Year Spirit for LSL with Lady Gaga and Anna Sandberg. The guy that did it did my dress. Oof, I feel like every week I hate to be bringing everybody these downers. We're having, we keep having deaths in the reality Listen, television I mean, world. This one is, this one was I don't know, tough stuff. I don't know how to say, like, some of them are funny. Some of them are, like, feel removed yeah. and are, like, like bizarre and seem, this was so sad and, and shocking yeah. and I feel so bad for her and it's just if you don't know who we're talking about Bethany Frankel who I feel like people that don't even watch The Real Housewives know who this is well, she's famous. has yeah has this on again off again boyfriend who she literally just referenced in the last episode of the show like he's been on this season was found dead of an overdose of an opioid overdose at his apartment in Trump Tower Aww. and was a um, lovely guy yeah like, whenever and- he was on I was like oh he's good They're, they seem good together yeah. Bethany's had some tough like love life bumps I mean she has yeah. a restraining order against her ex-husband so right. bumps probably isn't right. strong enough and Dennis seemed like a really I mean not seen I, he is a good guy Yeah, I, I don't know it, it, I, I, it like baffles me yeah. that he he's apparently had back pain leading from a surgery in 2015 and he took too much of his medication, and then he sent someone to go get him Narcan, and by the time, it just was too late, by the time they came back. What is back. that, an Narcan? Narcan is, like, or... to counteract an overdose. Yes. Oh, wow. So he I think, you take, I think he, he knew he took too much. Yeah. Oh, that is and so sent, sad. I heard, at first I heard an assistant, but then I heard a maid. Oh. You know what my friend told me, guys? He died on the same day as Anthony Radziwill. It's, like, the same anniversary. Wow. Oh, you know what it was? Because Carol posted a picture that night of her with Dorinda, who also has a, 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 a husband who yeah. passed. Uh-huh. And, whoa, and Carolyn Stansbury. Yeah. Um, they were all out to dinner, and so they posted a picture, and people were commenting, like, how insensitive of you, how could you do this, even though you guys are in a fight, like, you know, your friend, your former best friend is hurting and then people started commenting back like this is the anniversary of her husband's death i think she's, she's out allowed trying to, to do cope whatever she wants her yeah. own feeling i mean i fucking hate the internet yeah don't. like it's just like it would never occur to me to ever comment on right. something a famous person posted and tell them that they're living their life Not the wrong negatively, way negatively no yeah. i've definitely I mean, been like go girl yeah yeah especially yeah. in that situation it's just like bethany is not looking at Instagram right now. She's like I mean, in a she Oh, she would bring this up. <laughs> yeah. if, if Carol was still going to be on the show, I mean, I think, I mean, I guess the only way to like talk about this without it being so terribly sad is to frame it in the concept context of like, what does this mean for the show? I could see Bethany leaving the show now. It's really? Just, I don't know. It's like, not because like, she's like, my life needs to be, but it's like, at, at what positive does this show have like just be with your daughter yeah yeah like live with your millions travel the world i also think that this could mean that her and the ladies patch up their burned bridges Mm. can i just say i mean to get into garbage disposal something i texted and kara i think confirmed was just like so bethany is giving dorinda this a 
this tour of her gorgeous, like truly gorgeous apartment in New York City. It's nothing like, like nothing you've ever seen before. Her closet was the size of my first apartment. And all I could think was, this is so empty. Oh, it was stark. There is no one in here. Stark. You walk into this empty apartment, this massive space alone. Cold. Every and you'll night. see if she continues to air her life online uh, on TV. You'll see in two years she'll be like, "That apartment wasn't for me. Yeah. I'm doing a new one." Like because people, I know people like that that are just constantly searching for something else because they just can't be happy. Oh, it was like weird and she'll sad. Flip like, it and do a new house. Yeah, I mean, I that's all she has. Yeah, but it was really sad. I saw some. I saw some photos in the Daily Mail of her like attending the funeral, yeah. and Aww. it was like rainy. Well, and he like, also has children. He has oh, and his children, children are beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God! I saw a photo of his adult his adult daughter and son, and they look like models. They're Bethany, gorgeous. I think has because she's known him thirty years. Like I think yeah. she has a relationship with his. Remember ex-wife. when she called his yes. daughter on the like, reunion? They are oh, yeah. they are lifelong. Even if this wasn't like a love partner, this is someone who has been in her life yeah. a very long time, and someone she definitely had kind of almost like a dad thing with. Because even in Colombia, she called him and was like, yeah. I, I, "I had no relationship with Carol. I need mm-hmm, you to send me a plane, mm-hmm, like whatever." Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that. I mean, unless Carol is like the worst human being at all that she's reached out. Oh, totally. And been like, oh, of let's course. put this non... Life is too short, truly. Of yeah. course. Yeah. It's, it's not... like how Bethany showed up at Bobby's funeral. Yeah, of course. Know? I, th- I think like, that's... I mean, but you guys, this is like another... Like, uh, Jill and... I think Jill could come back. Now that they've both lost... I mean... Yeah. Oh, I'm God, ready. I'm Okay. I would be. I'm. I'm for it. I'm here for it. Oh, I would watch their hijinks. If they're gonna be friends, I don't need to watch. If they're gonna like be friends that are like alternatively like high giggling crazy and then low weeping into each other's arms with like a chihuahua in between them, I'm into it. Yeah, (laughs) I don't need a season of them having lunches to talk about where their friendship is at. Right, right, right. I want them like laughing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's where they these housewives like. Yeah. Get. That's where Shannon and Vicky are, and I'm like, I don't care. Exactly. Well, I guess Mexico was fun. Well, and, but that's where Bethany and Carol Ooh. are. It's like, how many more conversations do we need? It is going to be strange to watch. Sorry, I'm steeping my tea. It is going to be strange to watch the reunion, which is coming up in like a week. I, I know. The- I just texted you guys that I'm going to be out of town for the next two weeks and I'm going to miss both reunions. How many parts uh, are they doing this? Uh, because do, you probably, uh, do you think they're doing three? Uh, I bet. This I bet has been three. a good season. Yeah. Luann missing. Oh, oh, that's true. There, but, you know, there's going to be uh, in memory of, there'll be some acknowledgement of it, but like I don't know if it will be as like fun to watch these reunions now with knowing like it's not gonna be fun to watch bethany fight everybody Mm. this is why i'm saying like the internet instagram all of that is so weird like back when we used to watch reality tv it would be like you didn't know what was happening until you watched that season but now even with like vanderbump rolls or even this last week's episode of oc when shannon and kelly went out i go oh yeah i remember that happening on shannon's stories on instagram like it's weird like you already know (laughs) you already know what everybody is doing and like who's friends mm-hmm. like where's Billy Lee okay. <laughs> you're a constant advocate for Billy Lee where and why she's is being Billy Lee not for her as a trans woman for her as a woman being left out yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly that's no, right they were all just in Mexico yeah and where was she I really wonder about Mexico guys I just in I what sense the, the 
diarrhea. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, they went to Columbia and they were shitting on the beds. I, I know. But like, <laughs> and on the I floor. feel like Vanderpump, they go to Mexico every time. And these resorts look beautiful. I see very, very, I mean, they're not rich, but I see super rich people going to Mexico. And I'm like, I just, that wouldn't be my choice. Oh, I would love to go to Mexico, like Tulum or something. But like, you can't, if you get shower water in your mouth you die that is an exaggeration from sex in the city i went to mexico (laughs) i went to mexico for a spring break and when i got back to the states i was in intensive care okay what well no not in in the emergency i went once and nothing happened to me my good friend is married to a guy from mexico and they go like three like twice a year and i feel like she's never told me anything about that but i I just am well i don't know we're trying to plan a trip right now and i'm like and CJ goes, we get diarrhea in the United States. Nah. I don't know why we can trust I was, ourselves. If you really I don't was, want diarrhea, just go to Hawaii. That's I was casting do. a TV show about people that cross the border between Mexico and the United States, like, daily for school or whatever, for activities. And I remember interviewing this kid from Texas, and I was like, what do you like most about going over to Mexico? And he was like, oh, man, you could just, like, drink and drive over there with a gun in your car. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I'm never going there. Thank you. I don't think that that's. Well, I'm I mean, sure you can drink a really, really nice resort. I mean, this is the most tone deaf fucking like section of this podcast I've ever talked on. I just don't. I'm saying me. I mean, uh-huh. like, I don't know. I'm sure resorts have what like water brought. I just don't know. The logistics seem tough to me. Yeah. But it wait. depends. I mean, I went to Thailand and they were like, don't drink the ice. Don't drink, don't get ice in your drinks or whatever. And oh. then Jared got like one drink with ice in it and he did get sick, but I never get sick. I never get that stuff. So maybe I just have a better stomach. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? And just like way how beautiful it is versus Oh, I diarrhea. I want to go to Mexico so badly. I'm like dying. To I go. just also, I'm an explorer. I like to go off the resorts and i feel like they are you really depends i think in tulum you can and stuff but you hear reports of like they were like a tourist group just got robbed and people were killed it's like okay do you guys have a lot of friends going to the amalfi coast right now no in my life i have like over my like i just feel like i it's like the hot spot right now i feel like i've had i've had so many friends yeah it's like gorgeous croatia's big croatia's huge iceland is really really big everybody's going to iceland I mean, basically, wherever the people go on reality shows start to become a huge <laughs> yeah. thing. Minus Cartagena. Yeah. <laughs> Cartagena's taken a real hit from that episode. I'm not going to lie. Have you guys watched OC yet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about that real quick. I, it is boring. We're I just recycling think... this Kelly and Vicky story. We're uh, yeah, three episodes the, in, and that's all we're talking the about. The poker game picked up a little bit for me. I don't like that they're sort of like gonna oh. be painting Gina, this new Gina, as the like the like villain. The bad girl. I'm yeah. like, no, I actually think Emily's husband is disgusting. I hated oh, yeah. him. And was like, you are a show large groups, I don't like groups of women laughing. And okay, wait, and then he corrected you... himself and said, No, old. larger groups of yeah. older women and she yelling. Was acting drunk like well, I was like she was get drunk your, he said I was drunk like get him. your Mormon little yeah, he's butt Mormon. out but of my face I do laugh about how Gina says she's like the 
these girls are crazy. In New York, we blah, blah, blah. And she just says that's something that's, like, completely common sense. Right. Like, in New York, we're, like, nice to our friends. It's like, well, and across yeah. the country it, as well. It was scary, like, watching Shannon, like, stare at her mean. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, Shannon Sh- is always mean to a new girl. Shannon's the new Vicky in that way. Yeah. Like, Shannon has to be mean to the new girls. Oof, Vicky that is. poker suit was rough stuff. Oh, I like we it. Are setting, we're setting up for some Tamra Shannon shit drama. Um, also, I have to say, Emily is maybe one of the most boring housewives I've ever yeah. seen. And so they boring. are giving her so much screen time. Get her mother-in-law on the show. Well, that's She's what, funny. That's what pissed me off about the husband, too. It was like, Gina wasn't the only one drunk. His sister, Michael's, yeah. or his name's Shane? Her Shane. name is Shireen or Shane, something. Shane, his sister, and his mom were, like, partying, too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. oh, I think you just have, I, I really did not and care for your him. your wife was having fun with her friend. Yeah, she planned like, a just, fucking poker yeah, party like, with shots if, waiting for that. If they're yeah. both drunk or only one of them is drunk, like, j- they're having fun. It's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Also, your sister-in-law lives across the street. Why don't you have your fucking kids sleep there? Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. when they, when she if was like, bye. it's that big of a deal, but kids can sleep through things. I like, thought the kids You live were... in a mansion. Put them in another wing. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Why are we acting like we're in a one-bedroom apartment? Yeah. I, know. I thought well, the kids everybody's... were going to have a sleepover. Like, my that's mom, what I thought was happening. My mom used to have bunco nights when we lived in Orange County because that's like <laughs> literally huge. what you were doing during that time. I had she no idea that you used to live in Orange County. Oh, yeah. I was born in Laguna Beach. Hell yeah, Laguna, girl. Well, Laguna Hills Hospital. I don't even know if it's the same thing anymore, but I, I lived there. I was like born in Southern California. I remember my mom used to have these bunco nights and it was just like, you could stay upstairs and you shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, yeah. But, but in the best possible way where huh. it was like, we knew tonight was for mom. And mm-hmm. that we were upstairs, and it's time to go to sleep. Like, yeah, but he was immediately, husband. like, when he started talking, I was like, Jim Marchese. Yeah. Like, I was getting, yeah. I was starting to roll the decks through all the worst house husbands. And he's such a scrawny little bitch. He failed yeah. the bar. Yeah, he won't retake it. Aww. And I do know that the California bar is supposed to be the hardest bar. Yeah. But but Emily's boring as hell though I gotta say if I failed, she kept trying to make jokes and I was like no. these aren't even jokes these are like you're she's boring I feel like if I failed the bar and my spouse brought it up on our reality TV show I'd be pissed mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Gina's kind of fun I, I like, like when she's talking to her kid and she's like one two and the kid's like five she's like okay maybe math's not gonna be your thing like yeah. I kind of think she's funny I think she's yeah cute. no I like Gina. in New York we talk about a pussy is in vagina it is <laughs> weird though well and then she had that like friend on who you can tell obviously I'll to be on the show and was too boring. Top to Yana or whatever yeah, the yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. It is strange that she is Brianna's age, though. It's like this is you're forcing too oh, much. Oh, she's yeah, like yeah. 33. Yeah. Oh wow. She's 33, and Vicky and Shannon are in their mid 50s. Yeah. Yeah, but like how? Oh yeah, that's true. Because like Tinsley's 44 and Ramona's 60. Well, and they're at least, like, in New York, there's, like, a social scene. You know, like, yeah. people knew who Tinsley was. She lived at Sonia's. Right, it was the same with Megan King Edmonds. I was like, what do you have in common with Vicky? Well, true. She was, like, 31. At least she had a famous rich husband, though. It worked sometimes. It worked on Potomac with um, Ashley. Ashley, but... Okay, guys, we got to move on, I think, because... The Potomac reunion's been very good so far. Yeah, Oh, I heard been... I saw the fashions it's look horrific. <gasps> I um, mean... Never, I would just, you don't watch it? I don't. I never thought I would. I know who they are, though. I never thought I would feel for Karen, and I really, Me too. Wow. Wow, I was wow, shocked wow. by that. But Karen's, like, reality gold, isn't oh, she? Oh, yeah, but 
but are she they all has coming some, down on her? No, she just she lost both of her parents in the matter of mm-hmm. like seven months, and she buried her dad like days before the reunion shot. Oh. And she's a private person in the sense of that she's a liar, mm-hmm. and it is like uh, you're seeing like real emotion of like. I am in, I'm grieving. Yeah. And, and my she, husband is in financial ruin. We have not seen her cry like that no. ever. Like, that was. Yes. Are you guys going to watch? Da- I'm going to watch Dallas. Of course. Oh, hell okay. yeah. Just to have something. But you know, my thoughts, I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, you said. You don't I think, think it's this gonna year is going to be a dip. I'd we'll love see. To be we'll wrong. see if Leanne can be deliver. Wrong. All right, guys, now it's time for our signature segment. Where you been, boo boo? And um, today, Megan, I believe this was a suggestion of yours. Uh, this is a heartthrob from back in the uh, 90s, a one Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay. Um, I am very interested. A lot of people wonder where he, he is was, at. I would say he was, of my friends, some of my um, peer group, he was everyone's first yeah, crush. I remember when I was younger, people were obsessed with him, and I, he was never really my thing. But I remember people being like super um, wanting to like be boyfriend girlfriend with him. I had um, a JTT book, and I had never even seen an episode of Home. I never watched Home Improvement either. That's the <laughs> well, but Man of the just, House is excellent. I just knew he was the one I was supposed what? to like. Man of the House. That's him and oh. Chevy Chase. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, it's so well. Also, good. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is the voice of Young Simba. In Lion King, who's the voice of Casper, the friendly ghost? Oh, yeah. that's uh, Devin, Devin Sawa. Yeah. Oh, Devin is he alive? Sawa. I believe Devin. He's Sawa's. next week's. Where you been? Is he alive? We can't get okay, into we'll that right do now. It next that's week. a spoiler. Alert. Okay, so he like his sh- so Home Improvement ended in like ninety eight. Um, in 2000, he was in an episode of Ally McBeal, and then he was, like, in a couple of, like, animated Christmas movies where he did the voices and the wild thornberries on Nickelodeon, whatever. But he he specifically decided that he wanted to, like, step out of the spotlight, go to college, get a real life, whatever. And he went to, he graduated from high school with honors and enrolled at Harvard. What? Um, and he spent his third year abroad at St. Andrews in Scotland, where Kate Middleton and Prince William were studying at the same time. This is crazy. Yeah, I feel and, like famous people get to go to Harvard, but though. But no, like Claire Danes, not a JTT. Mm. Did he was he studying acting? No, he was studying um, philosophy and history. <gasps> I think this cool. is really I yeah like crazy. That. And um, my friend Lizzie went to who I know listens to the podcast. Hey. She hey Lizzie, hey, she Liz. went to St Andrews with Kate and Will's as well. So she might know JTT from that time on his semester abroad. I will wow. ask her. That but was the year to be here's there. the thing. Started time. Yeah. Here's the thing. Then he. Did an episode of The Simpsons and some other like animated stuff. I guess his residuals from Home Improvement are probably just like keeping him yeah. afloat forever. <laughs> um, and then he actually, I remember this, did an arc on t- Eight Simple Rules. Did you guys ever watch Eight Simple Rules? Yes. I loved that show. Yeah. He played the boyfriend of the younger sister who's like a redhead. David Spade was on it, right? Yeah, li- maybe later after, after he Ritter. died. Yeah. After Ritter died. Right? Um, maybe. I think. Um, but then it says in 2010 he graduated from Columbia University. So I feel like maybe he dabbled out of Harvard. Like maybe okay. that just sort of. But he still stayed Ivy. Yeah. And then he uh, graduated from Columbia. And he said to sit in a big library amongst books and students. That was pretty cool. Thanks, JTT. Whoa. Um, cooler than walking the red carpet with Tim Allen. Yeah. <laughs> and then he basically, like, did a couple, like, in 2015, he's been in, like, a couple episodes of Last Man Standing, which is 
Tim Allen show yeah. that like used to be on ABC and now Fox picked it up, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says he has no regrets about his uh, break from Hollywood. He never took the fame too seriously. But it, what's he doing? Like, is he still trying to act? No. T-shirt company? He says, I focus on the great moments that I have, not that I was on a lot of magazine covers. Okay, so he can't. He's not being cast. Yeah. I listened to an interview one time with, like, a 12-year-old famous person. Must have been, like, I don't know. Jonathan Lipnicki. Justin Bieber. Like, I don't know. One of those people that was famous really young. And they said that uh, when they were, like, 12 or 13, like... A 19 or 20 year old woman just walked in and was like, I'm I'm here to take your virginity. Like, I'm going to have sex with you. And like, that's kind of what it is for child stars. Like, I think that Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas probably had like his fill. With statutory rape? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I think a lot yeah. of those guys were. Well, he, I, I honestly feel like if you're on such a show that was so successful and you invest your money the right way and you get your residuals and then you also do some animated shit, which is literally the easiest work ever, like voiceover stuff, he's probably got like a great house somewhere and he oh, just like I lives bet he made more yeah. money from Lion King than from Home Improvement. If, yeah. if I had a kid that got famous, I would just get them an investor. You just invest in property and things and then you just ride that way forever. Mm-hmm. And then you never act again. Yeah. So anyway, that's where your heartthrob JTT is. I don't even any... know. It doesn't even say like what he's doing. Like write this in. It just, Are there I, any one recent thing... photos? Yeah. He, see, the thing is, is like his is hair short? has gone a little bit darker. So he's really like I don't think well, he's he has his hairline. He's short. He still has a lot of good hair, oh. but like I think he just kind of like he, is short. he just sort of aged into oh, being yeah, an yeah, average-looking yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. He's not like a heartthrob. Wow. Yeah, um, he's like a average dude in Brooklyn. He kind of looks like an agent or something yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also um, the only like personal fact on his entire Wikipedia is that he's been a vegetarian for much of his life. What? So yeah, not even like if he's married or anything like that. Like it's weird. I don't know. There's not that much else, but okay. I want to know if he's married. But... That's your old um, spank bank material uh, from the <laughs> '90s, guys. Um, okay, let's take a quick break, and when we come back. We're gonna do a little secret. All right, we are back, and it's time for I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. I'll never tell. And we are going to throw to a little secret from our buddy. I'll never tell. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Dan Perlman. He's just recently come back from Montreal as a JFL new face. He won it, I think, a few oh, yeah. years ago. Right? Yeah. You you won it? Yeah, I won it. And then... And then they just had me back. <laughs> and then they had him back to win again. And uh, he's a real funny comic. He's from New York, and I think he's bi-coastal at this point. But he's a real winner, and uh, we're going to hear Chicken a dinner. secret from Dan Perlman. Okay, so this is actually when I was going to Montreal just a couple weeks ago. But so I was going there, and so I had my backpack, and then I packed a suitcase of, uh, like, clothes, so shirts, pants that was mostly it but so and then when i was going there uh i was like late to the flight so going through security and they're like you're gonna have to run to get to your gate and so i ran and i got there but um and they're like it was just in time to board and i saw some other comics there 
like friends and I was embarrassed. You're always embarrassed to be seen running. You know what I mean? Because you're like you're like admitting that you care about something and that just like sucks. So you just have to make excuses like, oh, they told me I had to run. Like I just I didn't have a choice. But and so I'm getting on the plane and then I realize I totally forgot my suitcase. Like I went through TSA security and I just left it there. So and then I was just getting on my backpack and some of the other comics were like, you didn't you didn't bring do you not uh, pack anything or anything else? I'm like. No, I pack, it's all in my backpack. I didn't want to admit that I left my suitcase at TSA, so I just made them seem crazy. I was like, why do you guys pack so much? You don't need this. You could just you could just go and be. I just packed a few things that I put in my backpack. I didn't need, like, a whole suitcase full of stuff. I really tried – anybody that asked, I tried to make them seem like they were crazy and, frankly, spoiled. Um, and then as soon as I got to my room, I called the – uh, TSA was like, can you guys please save my shirt? <laughs> I just, I need my pants. <laughs> Did anyone find out the truth? No, I only confessed when someone really started being like, man, I'm such a, I'm, I must be really a diva. <laughs> I was like leaning into it at first. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You just kind of need to be who you are. <laughs> and I like, on the way back, I confessed because I needed to stop and at the lost and found to try to get I just need my shirts, you know what I mean? I only have a few shirts. Did you get your shirts? I got all my shirts back, yeah. So, they're mostly the same. So, But just instead of, like, two shirts that are the same, now I have my usual five. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's Dan Perlman making other people feel like idiots. Uh, and thank you so much. I love you all. Bye-bye. I'll never Wow. I I laughed Dan a lot during knows. that secret. Yeah. As I tend to do. It's just like what men can do. Yeah, dudes, <laughs> that's the very dude-like stuff. Um, I once was attending a wedding in uh, Oregon. Beautiful wedding. All of the groomsmen had uh, Ferraris to drive for the weekend. Um, so classy event mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that we were going to be doing like a full day of sightseeing so when we went to stay at the hotel we were staying at um, I just packed my outfit for the wedding in pajamas and the pajamas were um, bright floral pajama pants mm-hmm. and a tank top and then I was sad to learn that we were going to be doing a full day of hiking and sightseeing in the Oregon waterfalls and I had to wear the groom's mother's Burberry jacket with my floral pajama pants and there's a lot of pictures. Wait, did they lose your luggage? No, I didn't pack properly. (laughs) But like there's so many cute pictures of all my like chic friends and like adorable little outdoor Uh, outfits. outfits and I'm dressed like a homeless woman who was rich at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Megan's little Edie moment. Um, Mine is kind of a secret that is kind of a clothing secret. Kind of like I tricked someone because that I was inspired by Dan Perlman tricking all his friends. I used to live with this guy in New York named Simmons McDavid. Slash like a guy that me and my female roommate Marsha, we were best friends and we used to just troll him and make his life a living hell. Just like we would sing to him, write poetry, hide his shit. Like, we just, like, lived to torture him. And one time, I went to go to the bathroom, and he had left his boxers in the bathroom, just, like, crumpled up. And um, I go... Ew, Simmons, you left your boxers in here. And he was like, oh, shit, like, I'll grab them, I'll grab them after you're done. And I'm like, is that... Is that poop? Good. In your boxers? And he goes, no. And I go... 
I am literally looking at poop in your boxers, dude. And he goes, there's no way. There's no way. There's no poop in your my boxers. And I was like, dude, I'm looking at it. And so I, like, fully convinced him that he had poop in his boxers. And, um... And it felt good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, poop gets on underwear. It really like traumatized him. He oh, was I'm so sure. that upset. Would, if someone saw a poop he stain, be- he believed oh, me completely. And then when he opened the door, he just went in and checked his boxers and came out and goes, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and then closed his door. I think a sk- he went into check. I think a skid mark prank is a <laughs> is a classic American prank. That is a very good prank. I don't really have a good um, secret, but I do have an embarrassing story. What, did I have I already talked about? this when I was in eighth grade my entire class went to Washington DC like it was like the, the DC trip like it was like your big trip you got to go on at the end of um, middle school and my mom bought me this like silky bathrobe that was super short I don't know why mom she doesn't know what a podcast is but mom why did you do that <laughs> it was like and it was Christian Dior but like I know she got it for $25 at Macy's you know what I mean <laughs> or like at Lord and Taylor like it was like a sale thing and we get to this we get to the hotel everybody's like unpacking everybody's running from room to room but we have like a thing to go to immediately but for some reason I put this bathrobe on and I go to my friend's room in my mind I thought this was the coolest fucking bathrobe too I was yeah. like I look like an adult yeah. I look like a woman who's like trying to be sexy in a movie yeah. I'm <laughs> in a silky it was a baby blue silky bathrobe Ooh. and I go to my friend's room they're not in there I have not brought the key to my room no. that I'm in with my other friends so I am standing outside of my door like knocking on it no one's in there can't find my friend's and everyone in my class is leaving to go get on the bus for this, like, to go to the Smithsonian. And I'm like, and they're all like, whoa, Kara, like, cool bathroom. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was truly, like, one of the most mortifying oh my moments God, that's of my life. traumatizing. Yeah. And I was like, can I just get back into my room so I can get my clothes? Do you think your mom wanted you to become a woman on that trip? <laughs> No, considering my mom, like, every day was like, don't have sex until you're married. I don't really think she was sending me to D.C. to get banged. Well, thank God you're married. Yeah. Well, you know, I did it. And I waited until marriage. And I think you guys can do it, too. (laughs) J.K. Guys, thank you for hanging uh, in with us on this podcast journey of today. Um, This was fun. We uh, would love to hear... More from you guys at Let's Talk About Text Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you guys, I've been listening to my secrets. I feel like I laugh a lot, so please weigh in on if it's too much. <laughs> okay, I really need your Also, opinion. yeah, go to our Instagram. Let's Talk About Text is our Instagram, and um, you can leave suggestions for where you've been boo-boos. You can leave suggestions for fucking anything you want us to talk about. We love you, and we take your feedback seriously. Um, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Rebecca. We're going to be on a one-week hiatus. After this week. Are so we? I think so. Yes. We'll edit this part out I if never, we're not. I never but yeah, I we are. Next week we will not have an episode, but I think you guys can handle that. It's just summer and we're all going to be away doing different things. Go outside. And yeah, go outside and breathe in some fresh air. Listen to a rerun. Convert a friend to listen to the podcast. Oh, That's please. your assignment. Call a loved one. <laughs> um, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. It's a good show.